Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Moonlighters Club. Colgan, what's going on? What up, Joe? Hey man, it's uh almost New Year. It is what it, wait, what is it? December thirtieth? Yeah. Almost New Year's Eve. How you we feeling? Two days. Feeling uh like I need a new left shoulder. Uh <laughs> but other than that, I'm all right. Yeah. I uh yeah, it's been a it's been a whirlwind. I'm actually um after we do this, I'm kind uh, of head down to uh, uh, Black Genius Art Show. It's their two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shoot down. It's 7 to 10, so I don't know. Get there around 7-ish. can just kick it and hang out. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, almost there. It's funny. This is the first time we've ever... The first interview you had with Moonlight's Club, Dwayne interviewed you um, yeah, at the Innovation Lab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And tough. uh yeah, and then we just been working together, but we never talked over mics ever. No, nah, um, damn, we really haven't. Yo, no, it's no, crazy. no. Everyone who doesn't know, Colin and I we put these projects out together. And we've been doing so for a while now. Um, yeah, this year, this was the year, man. I feel like we cemented ourselves as like, like this was, yeah, this was where, where things got serious. We were already doing projects, but like, I just feel like things hit us with a click of the, with, with just like everything, bro. Yeah, this is the year when I realized that I really am like a hybrid photographer, videographer. I didn't realize so much. Um, I mean, I was hoping because it's what we're into, right? But people really do respond to us and um, we're getting pretty good at it, you know? So that's the dope part too. But thank yeah. you. You've expanded my world, bro. Hey, man, same. Uh, same. I, we, so we've been doing work with the Boston Ujima Project and I was just going through... Um, like the stuff that we had and like we, yeah, we i think this year we really experimented with some different looks that we got to do but uh l- let me let me check in first man how how was your year how was 2023 on a personal professional level Do you have any highlights that you want to address that you know to kick things off how how did it all go if we're gonna be really transparent uh it's been a wild year uh personally private life been dealing with like some i guess heavy family stuff and some personal stuff trying to figure it out so uh that's been wild on the professional side it's been it's been non-stop blazing i'm thoroughly grateful uh i'm a full-time teacher so people don't know that uh, i got a full-time job so um i think i've accepted how crazy i am but I'm trying not to be so crazy and have things going out. So, and I got to get better about talking what I do. So aside from being a full-time teacher, um, I've helped produce many projects this year. Uh, it'd be the Ajuma, Ajima Yours, Mine, and Ours podcast. Uh, I've produced a couple of videos for a local uh, therapist or counselor for her website. I've shot uh, numerous photos for her website and it's got remodeled. Um, I've done a number of events for Berkeley at their music performance center, done a couple of family photo shoots. Uh, I did a whole headshot career day for Berkeley uh, last year. Um, uh, Yeah. And also on the video front, I'm trying for an RFP uh, locally for Boston so that I can be like a consultant for um, their like Artery 7 Carter 
So that's due on like January 4th. So I'm trying to get my ducks in a line for that. So I got to get some insurance in the next two days. Um, just what's the, so what, what would that be? What would that, what, what's that project for? I've, uh, I've, my last company, I got to fill out a few RFPs, but they were all these digital based. What's this, uh, what's this project? So this project is to maintain ongoing relationships and points of connection with communities along the artery and around project sites capture a narrative about the artery and its impact that represents community input and perspectives, and then increase interest in the arts corridor and draw people from other areas of Boston to the corridor. Nice. Um, That's you honestly, all over it. Yeah. It's been work that we've been doing, so I'm going to hunker down and get this done in the next two days, to be honest with you. Pass nice. that in, see if it gets done, and hopefully we can attack that together because you're going to be on it with me. I actually might need need a reference letter from you I'll probably send that out later on tonight um and it might be a quick turnaround so i apologize but um it's a good quick it's a good quick turnaround though so it's like right, cool. it's the, whenever it's like we like look for stuff and see stuff it's like yeah. yeah it's work but you're like yeah i can see us doing this and it also triggers like a bunch of other projects we could be working on too so i'm like whatever and then in the writing of it itself yeah you're like oh we could do this we can do this for ourselves. Like, you're like yeah, so yes. no, it's totally fine. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Um, so all in all, thank you. To be honest, I'm realizing now, like even with this podcast, I have to do more things like this and speak about what I do. Uh, for a long time, I didn't want to talk about it like it was some wild shit. But um, the only way to be an entrepreneur is talk about what you do. Yeah. And uh, I realized I've been struggling with that for a long time, like, what but not it's not to brag or anything it's, it's like my livelihood i need to show you what i do so you can hire me you know what i'm saying it's a whole different perspective bro i feel like me and you are the same in that like i i like podcasts um tv shows content i'm all about it the thing i hate the most are 99 percent of the time i hate one person shows Unless it's some really nice Broadway stuff like John Leguizamo did back in the day. But like, I feel like there are times where something big happens and you're like, oh, I'd love to hear what this person has to say about it. So then they go into it. But a lot of times it's like people trying to fill space. So when it came to us, I'm like, yo, I could, in theory, put the mic out and just talk. But I have so little to talk about. But in reality, we have more to talk about than we think. In terms of employment, we got a ton of stuff to discuss, our jobs and past and future, but also the stuff we do. I think there, this is a good way to show our expertise. Like you fill out an, expert, uh, an RFP or just letting people know like what like our skill sets and triumphs and losses. It's helpful. It's helpful to someone. It's helpful to us. So I, I agree with you. It, it is a good, uh, it's a good hurdle for me to get over myself, honestly. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. man. I am um, in full confidence. Like I'm ill. I can say that, but do I want to keep saying that to people? No, because I don't feel like you have to say that. Yeah. So that's why I best I try to work best through my work and speak through my work. But also, like, it's just not my personality to go around saying I'm the best all the time. I hope to be, but like for me, I'm validated by other people speaking highly of my work. That's what satiates my being because then I don't have to. But I work hard to get that. I yeah. work hard 
provides value for people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm at the point. I used to go like, yo, I did that. You have to. We got to. Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah. Well, I hope this, 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 uh, I'm glad for your career side. I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as you. Well, actually, maybe flip. I feel like personally things were like fine. Uh, family, wife, kid, What's professionally, up? it sucked, which I've talked about a bunch of times. Um, but no, it, it's, it's weird, man. Like I got laid off and like had debt stuff, but the debt was related to like living stuff, but also like moonlighter stuff. So, as frustrated as I've gotten in the while applying for jobs, not hearing back or things like that, a lot of it really is just simplified the cash flow and just wanting more opportunities for the Moonlighters Club. So it ha- I've been able to temper myself. Like you're like, yeah, this is bad, but it's only bad because of these two things. So it's it's just putting things all in perspective. It's been weird. Like I like having a a job into only in terms of support or learning. Like if I'm, oh, I'm, I'm working at this agency while we're doing this stuff on the side, I have skills. I can teach myself things. I can put myself into my job and employment. But like, if it, if that's not there, it really is, you know, we need to an end. Let's support ourselves and support our projects. So it's weird. It's like, I haven't, I don't get, I try not to get too down. Cause you're like, no, well, it's really just like these two things that you could possibly get in other avenues. So don't sweat it. You got your health, like, and we have the stuff. We've done some crazy stuff, um, so it hasn't. It, it's fine. Like the matter of fact, like the month after I got laid off, that's when we went to Eastie Farm, and uh, so when we when we got the Eugene project sent us to East Boston to interview Eastie Farm, it was one of those quick turnaround day trips for me. So I had to fly into Boston, went around, like walked around the Newberry Street, ate, went to Eastie Farm, and then flew back. And I'm like, we could do this. Like we could do things like this in a variety of ways. I love that project, man. I loved going to the greenhouse. I feel like we got to experiment a little bit. Um, yeah, man, that was that was a nice, cool, cool time being able to to shoot at that greenhouse. And uh, uh, also, it was good because it was right by the airport, so I can just turn right back around and go. But that was kind of re- it was reassuring. Bro, that project uh, it taught me a lot that day, and I was really impressed with us because we really were two people. And did a three camera interview with two other people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just on a technical standpoint, I was happy for us and myself just to figure out all the audio and the video with that and for it to turn out the way it did. And I'll be even super more transparent and like nerdy about it. I'm glad like the the, the sunlight didn't get too crazy and mess up the exposure too much. I'm glad yeah. the above board sound didn't bleed through too crazy. Even though she said it might, but I don't think so. And those are all things like that rack my brain when we go up to a studio because as of right now, it is only me. So if I mess up, we're screwed. And I'm constantly aware of that. So I knock, wouldn't pray and have like a minor angina attack, I think, before every showcase. But I think any photographer, videographer goes through that. But that's why you got to go through your checks and balances, you know, check your equipment and do all that shit. Yeah, I was worried about being outside, but then it turned out fine. Like even if a car is driving by, because they have this greenhouse right by the road, I'm like, yeah, we, there's ed- like knowing there are options in editing and things like cutting. You're like, it's not, it's not that bad. The look was good though, and that was when well, the amount of B roll you had. I think B roll is gonna be like, 
B-roll for us is going to be crazy in the future. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was dope, too, because that was the first interview where I actually shot some B-roll to give to the guy. So I was proud of that. I have to do more B-roll. Like, um, now, I got a question for you. We're going to be fully transparent about our work thing. Um, we have an editor that we use. Do you, do you use the same editor all the time, or is it is it different editors? Can we talk about this? Do you yeah, want no. to talk about this? For the most part, it was one. Okay. Recently, I found someone new before Eastie Farm. Yeah. Um, who I think helped with the Eastie Farm interview and the uh, the Yamako interview. These are two interviews that we've done for um, Ujima Project that haven't been released yet, mm-hmm. but we did. But the same. And here's the thing: for uh, and he was great. Well, both audio and video for the showcase. And assembly possibilities. I just did it. <laughs> I just did everything. Word. Yeah, I did everything. So I was, I was like, why not? Like we're here. So I went through it. So after I did everything, I'm like, and I like learned, like got my like Google's up, everything's up while I'm going through it. I'm like, bro, like, cause it didn't take as long as I thought it would. And I'm also like, bro, like, I knowing this is great. It, it wasn't that bad. So I'm like, for audio and video, like, unless no. something really crazy happens or I'm like, all right, I really got to filter this specific thing out or whatever, I'll reach out to someone. But I'm like, I could do this. I was going to tell you that. Like, I did it all. I was like, bro, we can handle this ourselves. And I'll be real, too. I could do it, too. I just appreciate not having to edit after I shoot when, um, when, I, when I teach, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. if I do photos, I'm definitely going to edit all those. I do. But video is a quite a different process. Yeah. But. Yeah, and I, on another yeah. note, we still got to talk to Ujima when that comes around. The dope way, because yeah, yeah, I said yeah. It's funny I, when I'm alone on this, I usually talk about it. We sent that we've reached out. We got to hit up. We got to hit them up in terms of the these this past year content because everything's out. But what we shot this year, so it'd be nice to get in coordination with that. And also, because uh, uh, Colin, were you on that thread? Colin from um, was that this year too? Did I already forget about that? Bro, we did the whole. <laughs> Local wars we did yeah so have they put that interview out yet no so we got three interviews in the wings um have they put out the assemblies of black boston interview yet they put out the um because they're they put out what they captured so um, dante's crew yeah yeah so yeah they put out that stuff I gotta look, go to their site and look it up. I don't know if it's just the interviews or, or the sessions, excuse me, yeah. or if it's like sessions and like also like other videos, you know, creative videos that they put together. So I gotta look. But uh, we did reach out. Colin reached out. Uh, I forgot we did th- we did three. So we did EC Farm, Live Like a Local Tourist, and Yamaku. Mm-hmm. Colin reached out because we did the uh, walk around, which was crazy, mm-hmm. and we gotta do that again. Um, and we'll talk about that. We gotta do that again. Uh, uh, and uh, Yamaku. So Colin reached out about that. I, we got Eugene on the thread. Like, hey, w- whenever you're ready, let's get it. Like, w- with respect. And he he reached out to Nia, um, uh, head of Eugene Project, who got us in on this. Um, what up, Nia? He reached out to her as well, and she was the same. She was like, oh, I don't know, because I think they had some transition. Page left. Um, Sierra was back in school, so. Um, uh they uh they talked so i'm just waiting we're waiting for the replies that's it like yo here's what we got uh including everything we got 
everything we've shot, they got. So like even our version of the assembly of black possibilities, all of the Ujimi interviews they have, and we're just waiting for the yay, nay, yay, nay, and that's it. All right, cool. That's crazy. I forgot. So we did Easy Farm in a Greenhouse. We shot that. Yep. Uh, did the walk around, live like a, a local tour. Column. Was live like a local tours before Yamaku? That was before, right? Right before. I yeah. Say. Right before. Yeah, so when we shot Live Like a Local Tours, that was crazy, man. That was uh that was Colgan's idea to do. We did that's when we did our first like walk and talk. And uh it's funny when you see those things on TV, YouTube, yeah. you're like, how did what goes into this? And then when we shot it, there's just that walk around, bro. We could that was that was awesome. That was awesome. It came I edited that. And even just like the way the way you shot it, it's seamless, bro. Like the way you kind of just like carried everything through came out really nicely so uh i appreciate that yeah we got it uh, yeah that was really dope i mean shout out to you too and colin for just having the flow of conversation and knowledge like the knowledge in that video is it's crazy did you have do you have any favorites of the three of those three interviews that you enjoy the most i like the energy in yamaku to be honest with you but yeah i do like the uh live like a local tour probably just because it's just the energy in it but i don't really have a favorite i kind of see them all as um what they are different versions of the same thing you know like uh i hope colin's business does well i hope yamaku does well i hope ec farms thrive like um the real goal for this is just to get the stories out you know More yeah people are fed It might be the farm to be real with you. I didn't realize the impact of that farm like that. And then it was yeah. cool to go to East Boston. East Boston has a special like place in my heart just because it's it's still Boston, but it's like a whole other world. It is. Bro, it is. It is, man. For uh, uh, for those who don't know, so Eastie is separated by water, so you gotta either drive yeah. over or like take a train over the train, the Blue Line. Um, uh. Yeah. But the crazy thing is how much e- the demographics changed is when we were growing up, it was all Italians. And my brother would play football out there. He went to Cathedral. They would play in Eastie. But now it's like all, it's like mad South American. But it's funny because it's like only that part. Like where I, where I live, my mom still lives, Jamaica Plain. It's like most Dominican. But like seeing people from Colombia, El Salvador, it's like all in that area. And it switches, bro, like quick. And I also don't think that it's, featured or like shown i don't maybe i'm wrong but i feel like when you talk about boston in general whether it's you're going to visit it's just rarely talked about this part of boston is rarely ever talked about oh like, oh go to this spot there or that landmark there or whatever it's like the airport and then you just go to the main part of boston so to your point i do think it could be featured more because i'm like you i never went over I, you see that often and seeing the farm i'm like this is actually really cool I'm gonna say a probably wild fact, but people know know it, or maybe it's just my opinion. But you can think of it for yourself. Eastie is like that. That uh, I think it's that like tucked away paradise, like a lot of places that nobody wants to talk about. They want to keep it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But if you know it, you know it's dope. It's just it's just a way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's uh, thirty dollars a month just to get back home, bro. Yeah, that interview was cool. I was relaxed on that one. Probably just being in a greenhouse was chill. 
live like a local tourist was funny. Colin was full of energy. But when we did the walk around, I'm not going to lie. That's when I was like trying to not feel awkward. But mm. there was a part where we walked. We were right by uh, Nubian Square. And that little side street that goes, or you can like cut through to the orchard, to Orchard Park, where there's just people shooting dope. I'm like, bro, I'm like I, I never saw that over here. So I'm like trying to talk through it. Like, ah, it's normal, it's normal. Yeah. Uh, but, but I like it was cool though because yeah, people rolling by. That's it was dope, like everything man. happened at the right time. People rolling by, playing music, horns honking, buses rolling up. The scene we caught was cool, man. It was like, yeah, this is why people do stuff like this. I loved it. That's dope. Yo, the photographer me, I got to talk about your setup real quick. I like your composition, man. The microphone and the, the, the railing leading up with the thirds. Oh, the stairs? Yeah. Pretty sick, man. Appreciate pretty it, sick. man. Appreciate it. Um, bro, so we did all three of those. And yeah. uh, Assembly of Black Possibilities. I, yo, that was dope. I, we need, I feel like we make really good contacts from Assembly of uh, Black Possibilities. Um, we did. Yeah. Be real. I did horrible follow-up. I reached out uh, to everyone. Got back to school mode. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, so cats because no Lamontre, I ran into two of the dudes from Baltimore, mm -hmm. um, Jay and Lamontre, who work at Innovation Works. They had an event which was great in Baltimore. Got to say hello to both. Um, so uh, uh, that was cool. And then I just sent emails. So whether it's Lumber Dan, the only black owned uh, lumber mill in Kansas City, I just sent out a what's up. Just to, so I think we got to hit him up. Not think we have to hit him up at some point. We should do one of these with Lumber Dan. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. We should do a couple of these with some people and see what's on the get down. Lumber Dan was the Lumber Man, but yeah, just like the way the assembly was set up, man. The food, the Eugene killed it, man. And Shauna Bryan, who who planned that event, did a good job too. Um, Shauna's amazing. Hope she gets everything she wants. Her oh, events are amazing. Also, the audio worked out perfect. We get that's what I was gonna say. So the way they lined the audio directly into the camera, perfect, mm -hmm. perfect. So like if there's future ways for us to do that, yeah, perfect. perfect. Yeah, I had actually never done it that way before, so I was grateful for him. He saved the day with that. Perfect. So that's just real. Uh, was it Gary? I think his name was. Yeah. Gary saved the day. Yeah. So we, yo, she even kept us busy. Shout out to them, man. They, we got to do some stuff. Um, but of course, the big, th the, the big thing, bro. This showcase, man. It was just, no matter how shitty everything was, the showcase in Baltimore was, like, perfect. Like, it was, like, there's so, now I have so many, I have so many ideas for what we could do for sh actual shows for featuring entrepreneurs. I love it, man. I do, too, and it gets pretty deep. Like, we definitely got to have, like, a projector next time. And then, um. Behind the folks. Yeah. So you can, like, showcase more audio and B-roll while they're talking. Yeah. It's just some more video. Like, don't get me wrong. What we have is dope. The playback, the barrels in the back. I'm just always looking for ways to consciously improve it. And, you know, we still got to figure out our, our signature style. I think we're getting there. But that comes with consistency. I think what we got so far is really damn dope. I, you know, the first thing I thought of after it was some kind of backdrop. Either backdrop or in a basically making it look like some kind of theater where it's just that person. It's like one of those all black pantheon styles, but they're just talking. Um, that is what I thought about when I was rewatching it because the colors, the way we had it, it was put it this way: either that or or like a really bright look 
that's different each time. For example, I love the showcase in the background because it's like multicolored in the barrels and Kush, Kush Groove. And what we shot at um, Steve's place with the all white. So either like a black thing where like it's all black and you're really focused on a person or making sure we do that at a venue that really sits out like those three because the colors are different each time on those three. And it looks crazy. Like everything came out perfect. So that's that's what I was thinking. Like we got to make it distinctive somehow. But those those three stick out in my mind of like, okay, no, this looks way different, and it's really like signature. We didn't have to do anything. We kind of, they were right in front of the the backdrop. I'm just raking my mind to figure out how to have a really dope classic setup. I really did like that white joint. And don't get yeah, the joint's crazy too. Yeah, like we eventually had our own spot. It'd be dope to get something like that with just a simple old moonlighter joint in the back. Yeah, I supposed to be just a plain old half crescent moon neon. You know what I'm saying? And I was chilling, talking on some chill shit. I like it. I'm gonna, I gotta jot that down. Like, uh, if I haven't come across the right artist, I'm just gonna make that for a stone trip. But you gotta get some neon with the moonlighters. That drawstring, just click click. I'm saying, old fashioned microphone like you got on the logo. Any microphone will do, but yeah. It's coming along. So I'm thinking for, uh, we already talked about it, New Year. <laughs> or, um, we, I, we got, we're doing another showcase regardless, but I want to set up some like feeder, like smaller events to help drive the awareness for the larger event. Mm-hmm. What do you think those should be? Because I'm like, here's, we talk, folks in Baltimore who I'll see some tonight at the, uh, it's a two year anniversary of the Black Genius Art Show. Um, but Black Genius Art Show and uh, Millie from uh, Mini Hip Hop Museum and the Gallery About Nothing were like, oh, if you want to do something here, let us know. So, and Millie's about to open that new floor uh, in his building. I don't know when, though. But, like, if we could, if we were at one of those places, what would those smaller, I don't know yet, what would those smaller events look like? Should they be networking? Should it be quick, maybe not an interview, quick I don't know, man. Quick interviews, have something set up where people are just talking to a microphone, or then we just collect it. Because we got, I think we got to get some kind of recording. I just don't know what. Yeah, I think we do do that. I think we do quick interviews, like everybody 15 minutes, no longer than 15, because that's just a quick, you know, um, that we can get at least four in an hour. But we should do like uh, everybody do like a little 30 second pitch. I mean, we can just play their pitches on the website mm. and give their 30-second pitches back to them uh, as um, content for themselves. So everybody should come ready to work on a 30-second pitch and figure out how to really just sell yourself. And then we record that for each other because, let's be real, it's those closing lines and intros. Come with the icebreaker, a dope icebreaker that we could work on and share for other people because breaking the ice is some of the hardest things to do sometimes, especially if you're in that weird, like, but the more comfortable you can get with that, you know, then you have more access to sharing yourself, which is the ultimate goal. But then also come with a, a 30 second pitch or be willing to receive the information for a 30 second pitch because shit, I might need even help with my 30 second pitch really quick. You know what I'm saying 
help me craft one. But let's leave with having them have their 30, 15 to 30 second pitch recorded so they can have that to go with. All right. I like it. Interview and pitch event. Um, we could plan it at um, uh, for when you have break. That's towards the end of February. Mm-hmm. What makes sense for the showcase? Do you have breaks in April? Yeah, that is when my next break is. It's probably the third week. It's always the third week in the show. We can do it around there when there's a break. Marathon week. Yeah. If there's a break. Back in Baltimore. Yeah. I we need here's the thing. We could do it in Baltimore. We gotta we could I think there's two places we could do it that won't be too tough. Baltimore and Boston. We need to we need to do it in multiple places. Um more places. Not at the same time, but like so we should have a, build, a a better build up this time, hopefully. But yeah, let's do one more trip in Baltimore. I'll get the fuck out for a couple more days. I just won't speed through New Jersey this time. I'll budget my shit. <laughs> don't speed through Jersey tolls if you don't have the ease pass. That's on PSA today. Um, because if we, I mean, we could do it in Boston. I just think we have a nice uh, build coming up in Baltimore. Um. But we are a two-person company, so let me know it works financially. I think I could do a Baltimore trip. Obviously, if we do Boston, it's less of a strain on me. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk about your pockets, too, though. So, yeah, well, we can... But Baltimore is closer to you, I would think, but let me know so it makes sense. Could you think we could line up? Because we both know people in Boston. I guess the, the only thing about... Uh, well, both is finding the venue. Yeah. yeah it's venue. Um. I, I know. All right. So I say for a fact, we could, if we do it in Baltimore, we'll have a good foundation. I say we'll just aim for the next one to be in ba- uh, Baltimore. However, I'll put it upon myself. Well, we both will. Now is the time to start planting that seed, that showcase seed um, in, in, in Boston. Uh, also, I live in D.C., in D.C. as well. So like networking events. Uh, yeah, networking events, business owners. Being like, this is what's happening here. I think by the time you come up on February and we do this chiller event, folks in uh, Boston and in Baltimore should be aware of the word showcase happening. And then we can start talking to folks by, because I was thinking like, not quarterly, it didn't have to be quarterly, but like at the least doing something every three months, you know what I mean? Like for a year. Um but I think in Baltimore, at least, it's the easiest for us to say, okay, these are the next people doing it. We have, if everything fell through, we could at least have venues that we could go to. Um, where if the, if it's not free, the cost is different. Uh, but to your point, I think I should. Uh, it's it's uh, the reception right now, or, or not the reception, but um, the awareness in the other cities like Boston. DC, where we're at, isn't as high as Baltimore because we were just there. So I think Baltimore, we have a little bit of cred, a little bit of momentum we're working with, a little bit of capital. So we can then, like, all right, cool, we're doing it again. Folks, are like, all right, I know who they are. Let's roll. All right. Then as we do this, we got to start working on some resources that we can give people because, like, what's really our draw aside from this video shit? And then why should people come to us if we're trying to help entrepreneurs? My mind's just racing right now. And I'm like, okay. We should have like on our homepage or something close. It's like, you know, a link to W9s, W99s, health insurance shit. Like, can we really just become the, the, the base for entrepreneurship? 
I've this is here's one something I'll float. Let me I'm writing it down. Uh what about people? Because there are some services that are hard to take advantage of because of the price that goes into as an entrepreneur. The ones that I come by the most are people who work in like finance or accounting. Um, finance or accounting or one that I thought of was like um, something with organization or like counseling. Um, and counseling doesn't just have to be business counseling, but even like mental counseling. Cause we're talking to people who are trying to start stuff, but who also may be working jobs. Um, but you're right. There's gotta be something else that we are also. So like, I feel like we give, yeah. we, we, here's a big picture question. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I don't want to cut you off. I'll hold it. Yeah. This, the, 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 it's like I think it should be two sided, or at least we fo- figure out which one to focus on. Because we have the, the people do the moonlighters, but we also have companies where these folks work at, or they're trying to appeal to. And I, I guess it's like figuring out where to focus the attention. So, yeah, here's where my time gets divided: how much time do I put into my actual job? How much time can I give to myself? Saw my father yesterday. And then how much time do I actually pour into the business to grow it? As of right now, I'm doing like, you know, two and a half. Uh, the better time is being spent there. So if we did have some way that we could coach people, but how can we coach if we're not there yet ourselves? Yeah. We can coach from real life experience, but is there some way we can get like accreditation aside from talking about our real life skills? I mean, I'm real life certified. But I'm going through the same issues you are. I can I can talk with you and be a, a sense of support. But I'm by no means a counselor and, and can take all that on for you in the right way. So I don't want to lie about that. Like, how do we do that? I think we got to figure out how to get in. It's going to be tough to get in. But I think the bigger the the big bridge we're going to figure out is we are the gap between like people doing really big things and mm-hmm. cities and larger organizations. So mm-hmm. I've been to a couple of events that are actively trying to help uh, black folks, people of color, or just residents of a city. And then you mm-hmm. see who's there. And then when we go to the, like, for example, when I'm at Baltimore, I've been at like this dope innovation works event that was at like Lexington Market. And then like, I went right before I just chopped that black genius art show just to say what's up. And they're like, yo, we just had a thing here. <laughs> it was like, and I'm like, I just miss it. But there are two totally separate events that kind of benefit the same folks that are like right next door and i feel like you and i um over the past two years the amount of people we've interviewed are met are building stuff trying to get the attention of those folks that we do talk to so it's from the ugma stuff we've done other events so i do think we are it's like how do we take advantage of the fact that we we are that bridge we provide people a platform to tell their story we help them craft it we record it and edit it so they can have it and share it and then we also share these stories with folks who are really into these stories, either because they're going through it themselves or they're like, bro, I had no idea that there were people working at Johns Hopkins, like Akio, who's making, you know, dope clothes for like movies. I could, I could take advantage of that. So it's figuring out how do we, and I think you're doing it right now with your, this RFP that you're filling out for yourself, but it's like that. Like I could, and that's what I hope to do. Go like, hey, Baltimore, hey, Boston. And it'd be like okay. 500 people. 
So you're right. So we have to do that now. Yeah. Because whether or not I get this RFP, we still have to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is what we are doing. So with with Akio's permission, ask him if we can slice part of his interview and then ask him if you or I can do a voiceover so that we can use it as promo. And then can we ask Ujima? The real question I want to know from Ujima is, uh, are there going to be any copyright issues if, if we use this um, footage before they do? Or can we do that? Because I don't want to... Shit, man, I don't want to fuck up the relationship. Right. Like, I don't want to put things out that aren't meant to be out yet. But also, like, damn, I'm really trying to make a highlight reel so I can um, showcase, you know, yours and mine's talents pretty soon because I'm at that point where we need to market. But this last year has been major in that regard. But a large part of the work is Ujima. Yep. So I do need to know that. And then we need to put a, a, a highlight reel together for ourselves because... We've done some pretty dope work. I'll put that down. Highlight reel. I wrote it down before, but we need to, we got a little, we got something. But yeah, I agree. Um, it's all right. So I think we got some big things on the horizon. Next thing is like next, when you're up here next, we can do these smaller Baltimore events. There's already, there's been people I've been meeting at these other events and got their names and that can just reach out to. Um, and various spots of the DMV. And have them go to these events where it's like we and we'll provide it. We'll provide the good time. Like someone else bring the venue. Hey, we'll have a couple of drinks, food for those water. We'll have something set up where it's easy for us to capture some content. But also, like you said, you just tell your story real quick, quick pitches. We're all networking. Hey, we got one more event. Then we're going to do this showcase. Hit us up. Um, uh, so, yeah, I like that. I think what I'll one thing I, I am going to focus on is talking to those cities talking to those officials and get just getting us work so what we've done with ujima doing that again with others that's going to be my focus just just get a project of us working with someone like yo this is what we did we made our own showcase like and that's the thing is like it's not even like uh like you said about being ill it's like it's like i'm not it's, this isn't handout stuff like we're gonna put our own shows on regardless that's we can do that and they're only going to get better. So this work is like, yo, we can make great, we we can make great things from scratch, but let's just get the work in regardless. So that's what I want to focus on: just reaching out to folks, seeing who needs different types of work, because we can do it all from shooting to visualization to editing. It's two of us, and then all in the meantime, we got a show coming regardless. We can do this, but I think we're we we are much closer now to really being able to separate ourselves. Bro, this is only an hour. I think, but I think we need to start doing this weekly, you and I. Yeah. Nothing else, just to brainstorm and check in and get thoughts out or like accountability points afterwards. So today's Saturday, but maybe we should do just early morning check in, record it, get the audio, then we can put it up, whatever comes from it. You know what I'm saying? If this is free and it's quick, let's just do this. You know what I'm saying? Lock in for an hour. If it's less sometimes, we can lock out, but let's just come with some points we want to address and then see what we get done in a week yeah i'm gonna become uh, yeah i just gotta record all the time it just is what it is and in turn so we do our weekly thing but i'm just gonna be reaching out to folks like yo can you just jump on real quick let's talk about let's connect how have you been especially the whole check-in part like like because there yeah. are some downs and there are some characters that i think we need to like ryan hargrave 
uh, from People Against the Hustle, Stefan. There's so many people that Akia, there's so many people that we talk to who are just like the, the, the greatest personalities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we gotta. I hear agree, you. you man, you ain't lying. Yeah, I think if we keep doing this, we could get one of the iller podcasts and not um, for anything because we just might be lucky and blessed to know those kind of cool people who have things going on. People want to listen to. You know what I'm saying, yeah. I think that's my greatest gift sometimes. I think I can make some dope shit, but honestly, I think it's just me being able to relate to people who do dope things just because I, I truly appreciate them. I think they understand that. I'm like, that takes sacrifice and time, yo. Yeah. Stay healthy and keep it up. <laughs> nice. So besides the RFP, are there any, is there any, a goal in mind that you have for next year? Yeah, I want to grow our business so there's actually a, a way I can see a steady stream of money coming in if the money is not already coming in. Um, I want to grow this to where we get some pretty dope advertising. Uh, it would be dope if we could have, like, you know, music licensed, my own and others behind it. I'm just trying to get our creative pursuits and others paid for, to be honest with you. I'm trying to get paid to have fun. So throwing these parties linking up these video things it would be a true godsend if i was able to get this rfp and then you know you me and some other friends could truly do the work that we were designed for that's what i'm hoping because i was thinking the other day like damn i really do only want to uh take photos and make things but a lot of uh, the other part is i just want to hear other people doing dope things like that feeds my soul yeah like, damn same let's get that next project I think we'll and travel to do yeah. it too. What? Let's get that next project. I think we can. Yeah, let's get that next project. That's like who's that? Who's that next client? We'll find them, and then uh, the work will speak for yeah. itself. Yeah. So let's make this real tape too, so we can present it to them. And yeah, let's just let's just you and me keep talking so we can put this content up, and then figure out how we want to put this content out. I think everything you're doing on IG is amazing. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna post so, every day. That's it. That, that's that's it. Do you mind if I make some content to give to you so people can start hearing my voice as well too? And then just absolutely go in that group. All right. Um, then you always can let me know if you like it or not. I want you to. I'll just start sending you clips. I'm trying to figure out how to brand us so we can people see it and hear it and they know it's us automatically. You're doing a great job with the font. Um, but yeah, that shit's dope. I just love how you just send out inspiration every day. Yeah, we'll keep doing it. All right, Kogan, this is a good start, man. This is uh, this is good to get all this out. Um, we got, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, we're on a good start. Today's going to be a good one, man. I'm just network Tonight is just, tonight is the start. Yeah, I'm amped for you. you about to go to that show. I'm like, damn, that's about to be mad energy, yo. That's, yeah. That's going to be dope. And I think we'll find ways to be around each other more. Like, I'll be in Boston and networking there. But, uh, there, and there's some folks I want to share with you, man. Uh, uh and like I go to my good one of my good friends lives in Richmond, and I've been able to just like I just stay in tap with the different things I have there, that they have going on there. Some really creative stuff in Richmond, like really creative stuff in DC too. But we'll find a way um, to, uh, to make it all happen. Uh, I might even have to be like you and start hopping more on these planes, yo. I think I might try that. So don't trip. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it work. But February is the next thing we got it. And when you come up, and you can just stay with us, and then uh, Baltimore's what forty five minutes away. Appreciate 45 you. to an hour and we'll just hang out have these hangouts but yeah we'll talk to we'll talk to millie and ryan and see what makes sense 
Um, I'm with it. But yeah, Colgan, man, it's this has been a year, man. I think this is we've uh, being able to work with you this year has been very helpful for me. Just being able to talk, I think we should do these check-ins. Um, we are going to do these check-ins regardless, and uh, mm-hmm. we've done some really amazing things this year. I, I think we, to your point before we did this, it's like you move so fast. They like you don't talk about anything, and it's just the end of the year. But like I forgot, like I forgot some of the interviews that we've done and the amount of trips we took. <laughs> it's just the amount of things we and there's more. I think we could do this all the time. Let's just get. I'll get these clients, and we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, yeah, we got to do these for that reason yeah. alone because we move fast. Dog. Yeah. We do do a. Don't talk about it the way we should. Yeah, because Eugene was October first week of October, and then Baltimore was literally three weeks after, three four weeks after. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, and there's another assembly of like possibilities. I don't know what month, but it's earlier in the year. So, um, but uh, yeah, I'll find out. I don't know what month it is, but yeah, just to see it would be great. Yeah, so let me know. Yeah, but all right, Colgan, enjoy your new year. It's two days. You got any plans? Nah, man, I'm just chilling, uh, relaxing. I don't want to even risk the idea of COVID if I go back to work. So yeah. I'm just. I, it's yeah i don't go out it's the worst time people get super drunk and it's like you're paying a lot to do stuff i'm gonna be at the house yeah. chilling yeah. Like it's that it's uh yeah so but yeah i'm a yo i'm a yeah. i'm gonna hit you up tonight man just when i get please do to the black genius art show dog just send me some photos yeah. if you see some crazy artwork please send me some photos i might have to buy something on from a virtual spot but you know what i'm saying like Dog, and the joint you're wearing right now from Akio, oh, yeah. it's a new joint. Talk about that. That's what we got to do there. Yeah. Akio, so Akio is one of the, the Baltimore showcase guests. I've known Akio for like five years, but he designs hoodies. Uh, he's going to start dying, designing collector's hoodies. Uh, usually they're about like uh, comic strips, but this one was about the Air Force, the, is, the history of the Air Force One and how the Baltimore market helped revive the Air Force One. Um, uh, just the sales of, of the shoe itself kind of saved it. This work is so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Akio's got, I've got like six of these or seven of these. Um, and, uh, that's what's up? I only got one. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I'll get another one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He's got some, but that's another reason why we could, uh, why we should do this because there, we, I don't know how many artists we done met and worked with, you know, that have really dope shirts that we could put together that they put so together. I'm going to put it out there, dog. I want to keep doing this, if nothing else, just to have a sick collection of one-off collectibles that I can pass down to my children and friends. You know how many crazy designers and pieces we come across? Now, that don't got to mean nothing to nobody, but that stuff moves my soul, dog. We don't seen so much ill artwork. Yeah. And a piece of me even hopes to find that next great artist that other people are like, yo, and just put that person on wild because that's what life is about. Exactly. Exactly. So, Colgan, this has been good. It's good. To, it's good to talk to you, speak to you. If I don't it's talk to you dog. prior, I will. But happy New Year! Um, and we're gonna get right to it, man. February, man. We're gonna get. We got something. We got something to work. So uh, tomorrow night, I'll Damn just you, tonight. I'll see if I can design out some details, and then let's just start playing. Let's again. go. I'm with it. All right, Colgan, man. We'll talk soon. Everyone else, enjoy your New Year. Moonlighters Club will be coming right back at you very soon. This is the start of something really don't. beautiful. So. Happy 2024, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.